Hello, and welcome to Killer Crime Storytime. My name is Ryan, and I'm here with my wife, Tia. I just wanted to start out this episode by saying my wife and I may make jokes and laugh, but we do not find the killing of another human being to be a laughing matter. With that being said, we find true crime to be interesting, and I wanted this to be more of a conversational kind of experience. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Thank you. Missy woke up at 3.30 a.m. on April 18th, 2016, to set up a workout that was to take place at 5 a.m. in the parking lot of the Creekside Church of Christ in Midlothian, Texas, just 15 minutes from Missy's home. It was raining on the night of the 17th, and Misty posted on Facebook, If it's raining, we're still training, and it would be moved inside if it was still raining in the morning. She also posted that she had to wake up at 3.30 a.m. to set up for the program. That's some serious dedication. Yeah, tell me about it. Can, can we be that athletic and dedicated <laughs> to athleticism? No, there's oh. no, no way that's happening anytime well, soon. Well, <laughs> darn. You wake up at 3.30 a.m. to go get ready and start working out? No, thank you. God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, around 4.35 a.m., a participant of the workout arrived at the church and found themselves alone. They didn't notice any other vehicles other than Missy's and his or her own. At 5 a.m., a call came to the Midlothian Police Department. Missy was found murdered inside the church. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, there's a few things that make this case weird and interesting. Um, one of the facts is that Missy's husband was out of state on a fishing trip that had been planned months in advance and was proven to be out of state at the time of the murder. At 1.58 a.m., the night of the murder, a Nissan Altima can be seen driving around the area erratically and suspiciously in front of SWFA Outdoors parking lot, which happened to be within a mile of Creekside Church of Christ. So there's just just random Nissan just lurking? Yes, and I will show you the video here in a second. The SWFA surveillance cameras captured the Nissan driving slowly around a closed business, its lights off and on multiple times, and and parking for a short time before finally exiting the parking lot. All right, so lurking Nissan, here we go. I'm going to set, okay, it's at twice the speed. So obviously this is going much faster than it happened because I didn't want us sitting here for seven minutes watching. A car drive around? Basically, but it's very weird. This is just right down the street where, where the murder happened. The fact that they turn off the headlights as soon as they enter the parking lot is fucking weird. Yeah, yep. There's speculation as to what this car is doing, um, and we can get into that here in a second, but I want to show you the video first. You can see the car driving around. It, like, drives completely around the entire business. Kind of slowed down there for a second and then sped back up. Oh. They saw two cars, and then the lights went back on. Why would they need to turn off? What's the point of turning on and off the lights unless it's giving somebody a signal? I don't know. See, they just turn the lights back on again. That doesn't make any sense. They they keep turning them on and turning them on. It doesn't. It's weird. There's no logical reason why you would just, like, randomly turn off your lights and turn them back on in the middle of the night in a well-lit parking lot. Mm -hmm. Like, you would either just leave them on or you would leave them off. Like, you wouldn't keep switching back and forth. It's weird. It is weird. And now he's doing a complete loop of the parking lot. Did you just turn on his brights? And this is, I believe this is where he parks. 
or she, he or she. I don't know. We don't know. They or them or uh, or Zer or Zin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now is this is where it parks, and it turns off the lights for the last time. And then I it sits there for around two minutes, I believe, if I remember correctly. I don't know. We're missing out on some important sitting here looking at nothingness. <laughs> There's a key okay. detail in the shimmer of the of the rain. That... All right, so they turn the lights on and then they leave. Now, I believe they turn right right here, but it's a divided highway. So in order for them to get back to the church, they would have to turn right and then make a U-turn. And that's just a different um, view. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's that. So, yes. <clears throat> I mean, the sitting for a couple minutes is not that unusual. Like, yeah, I mean, if someone was trying to maybe put text somebody or type in an address yeah. on a... Yeah, but the driving around the entire business... And shutting its light off. I mean, and... even driving around a business I could see being normal. Like, they're looking to see if it's, like, somewhere that they're going the next day or something. Or Maybe. check checking, trying to find what the address on the building is so they can find a different building. But the turning the lights on and off is what makes it weird. Yes. Um, it is very weird. And um, there's some speculation as to what's going on here. Now... It is, his vehicle hasn't even been confirmed to be the killers. Let's keep that in mind as well. But um, there one, one of the theories is that the killer broke a window in the church at around 1.50 a.m. and then came to the SWA, SWFA parking lot to wait to see if the police responded to a silent alarm at the church. And then when the, no cops showed up, then the killer returned to the church and um, continued from there. The most interesting fact about this case is the killer is actually caught on surveillance cameras, and it's kind of bizarre to watch. The killer isn't seen on the church's cameras until 3.50 a.m., so that's like two two hours after that car was driving around, so that's quite a big leap in time. So that car may have nothing to do with this. Okay, so this car is driving around suspiciously, and mm-hmm. uh, do, do we know when the window was broken? No. There was no alarm. Okay. Um, there... So the window was broken sometime between the closing of the business and 3.50 a.m.? Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, there, were, there were two outside cameras, but one was broken, and they had known about it for a while, but no one fixed it. Um, the only other two cameras the church had were interior, and it was in two hallways, and that's where we get picture of the killer okay so as far as we know the killer it could if it was the nissan guy yes then he broke the window sometime around like 150 Mm -hmm. then went and drove to this other business parking lot that's just within like a mile of the church within a mile to just be weird and act well, they like, go, uh, hide in, in case they saw pl- or looking for police coming. Basically, yes. basically the theory is they sat and waited, and if the police showed up, they would just drive off and pretend like nothing ever happened. Yeah, but because the cops didn't show up, then they decided to break into the church. So to, to go back, go back, and then go into the church. Now, there's another theory that 
the person went to the SWFA to possibly rob it. Then they saw the two cars sitting out, and they were worried that there were people inside. And also, uh, from one of the camera angles, you could see actually like a screen monitor from a window. So there's theory that maybe they saw that there was active surveillance going on. And so then they moved to the church to hope to kind of steal something from the church. Oh, so that the other building was the original target and that the church was a backup target. Yes, that's the second theory. But it seems... We'll get to that. We'll get to what seems to change my mind on that. Like, at this point, without knowing anything else, I could see either one being plausible. Yes. Now, knowing what I know, but you don't know, I would say it's less likely, but it's still possible. you know you know I don't know? know. Well, because you don't you don't know about this case. So. Someone would uh, call the police later to say they saw a dark in color small sports utility wagon pulling out of the church parking lot around four thirty a.m., which would be the time of the murder. So, if that is true, which we don't know because we don't have camera view or anything, then that would indicate the killer drove an SUV and not, not a the Nissan. Nissan. Yes. Okay. So now we have the video of inside the church and it is weird and i'll probably increase the time on this as well just so i mean just based on the fact of a nissan or an suv uh my votes on the suv guy it's way easier to you know dispose of a body with an suv well they didn't take the body that's the thing well and now the video is not loading which is fantastic what was there? Did it say what color the the SUV was, or is the it said a darkened color? Okay, I think someone else so said generic. Brown. Okay, generic, so dark here color. is the surveillance footage. This is the killer of Missy Beavers at four thirty, right? Well, this right here is actually taking place at around uh, three fifty a.m. I believe I could okay. be wrong, and Missy didn't even show up until around 4 a.m. or so so this person's walking around right now and as you can see they're trying to break into that door and they are dressed completely in what looks like police riot gear yeah i was gonna say what what's on what does it say on the back of the it says police oh it says police okay yeah and they walk kind of strangely i'm gonna actually yeah it looks like they have like an abnormal like some kind of injury or deformity yes. or something. Yes, everyone talks about like the limp, but it reminds me of the way I walk, really. Yeah, it's kind of the bow is bow legged or yeah, like a yeah, feet out diagonally, kind of yeah. walking weird. Now it looks like the person's using a hammer on something here, and there's people think that this might actually be a woman. Hmm. They think it looks like someone's wearing items that are far too big for their actual body based on the height i don't think it's a woman because looking at like the person compared to the door frame here can you play it again let me watch it again here and i'll see if i notice anything different all right and there it's replaying so he's walking he just has his arm on the wall as he's walking brushing against it he's just opening doors and looking in and who knows what he's looking for? Money? Or is he just wasting time waiting for Missy to show up? Because, again, Missy posted on her Facebook that not only was the workout to take place at the church, uh-huh. but that she was going to wake up at 3.30 in the morning in order to go and set up 
Okay. So if that person knows this, then could they just be wasting time waiting for Missy to arrive? And the real target is Missy. They just they want to kill Missy and. Well, they could be checking the rooms too, like because he's taking a lot of effort to like open the doors and things. So maybe he's intentionally breaking the doors so that way she doesn't have like if she had another key to get into a specific locked room that he could it was already broken so he mm. could get in kind of deal yeah maybe maybe i mean i don't know that that's there's a lot of doors so and he passes some of them so maybe that's an invalid theory but yeah and to me it looks like they almost kind of hunching forward kind of like me too so it made me yeah. wonder if they actually had the similar condition to mine isn't that weird though? Yeah. And so there's this is just the video they released. There is mm-hmm. more video. Oh, okay. I mean, the person was there for at least 40 minutes to an hour, I believe. Huh. Walking around before Miss even arrived. It's kind of interesting that they really didn't even try to get rid of the video footage. No. I mean, they completely covered themselves from head to toe, but yeah. you still would think they'd try to get rid of it but or or cover up the sign on the vest that says police because that's probably the most distinguishing yeah the question is is this person actually have access to police material or is this just fake stuff yeah people think it's fake but well just watching it it doesn't look like the way a man walks to me or a woman i mean sorry it, yeah. it doesn't look like the way a woman walks it looks more like a man walking but that's just a hunch. I mean, it very well could be a a woman with a masculine gait. I don't know. <laughs> but it also looked like they were more of a average height for a man than a woman to me. But I, again, just yeah, I, based I, off the video. Considering how how Missy was killed as well, I'm I'm inclined to believe it as a man as well. Women typically kill, not always, but they typically kill with poison. Well, or um, something less messy. Well, and also, you know, my general knowledge from watching Criminal Minds and uh, Mindhunter oh, yes. <laughs> is just that there are far more male killers, killers than female killers. Yes. So, women killers tend to be either nurses uh, or uh, wife killing their husband. Mm-hmm. That's in poisoning and stuff. That's typically what happens. So, as I said, the. Uh, mm. The main entrance camera had been broken for around two weeks. Inside, there were only two cameras that were working and were motion activated. The killer appears in the video wearing tactical gear from head to toe. Black boots, black cargo pants, possibly a bulletproof vest with police on the back, and a helmet while wearing a balaclava. He or she can be seen from going room to room, first appearing in the surveillance footage at 3.50 a.m., so I was correct, coming out of the room in the North Hall. The suspect appears to have a crowbar pry bar or something in the footage and failed to use it to open the door it also looked like he had a hammer that he was hitting something off screen. i mean he might have been hitting the thing with the pry bar uh, yeah true probably more likely i doubt they would bother to carry a hammer and a pry bar well we i, I can't remember if we can see a hammer in the footage or if someone said they could see a hammer i don't um you see the killer uh, going from door to door in the west hall at 3.58. The video, which was released by police in the hopes of identifying the killer, lasts around two minutes. There is more footage that has not been released by authorities. 
Missy Beavers was found with multiple puncture wounds to her head and chest that seemed consistent with the tools that the killer can be seen carrying in the footage. I mean, obviously, this person is the one who killed killed her. There's who, who else was there, and yeah. you know, just mm-hmm. he's very clearly trying to conceal their identity. Mm-hmm. But now, it turns out that um, Missy had a few, at least two affairs that we know oh, of. Lovely. Yes. Um, Wait. So she's currently married in. She's current when she passed okay, away. She was at married. the time. She was currently. She yes. was married. Okay. Well, let's get to that in a second. Actually. Okay. Let me um talk about this for a second. Um, the way the person walks remind me of either the way I walk or like a kid putting on their parents' shoes or something. They're trying to walk in shoes that are far too big for them. See, even then, like I feel like they would still be walking with their feet more parallel rather than like sideways like duck feet yeah because they were kind of walking almost like a duck where it's yeah which is kind of how i walk yeah <laughs> it, I, I it really to me seems more likely that they have some kind of either like spinal deformity or th- that they're they're just bow-legged or or even that they're you know maybe because they like wobbled back that's, and forth that's too. true yeah so maybe one maybe one leg is shorter than the other i mean there's plenty of people who i think have conditions that would make them walk that way uh please disregard all whining noises that is our uh dog demanding dog demanding pets and love and attention which she's (laughs) getting just not enough of apparently (laughs) we can't be looking at anything other than her for more than five minutes well we can look but we have to be constantly petting her and she needs to be in our laps or on a a giant squishmallow so (laughs) so could it be a coincidence that this person shows up at the church at 3.50 in the morning? No. You don't think so? You think they're there for Missy? What else? Dressed like that, yeah. wandering around for how long? Um, well, let's see. Uh, the vehicle was seen leaving at 4.30 in the morning around the time of the murder, so he had to have been there from about 3.50 to around 4.30 in the morning. So, 40 minutes. If you were trying to rob the place, he would have been gone, like... Yeah. He wouldn't have been going so slow and walking around so casually. I agree. I think he was there for Missy as well. Yeah, like, I just don't see any other, like... Unless he was waiting for one of her students, because she's teaching an exercise course, right? Yes. Like, the only other explanation would be that he's been waiting to kill one of her her students and just needed to get there before she did. But then why would he have... That still doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because she would have to get there before then, before the students, and then he would have stayed around for the student that he was waiting for. Yeah. But again, there is a theory that maybe... And I, and I I'm I don't necessarily believe this, but there is a the theory that the person was attending to rob the SWFA before so maybe they dressed up in that outfit to steal from the outdoor store but then got spooked and went to the church instead i am not believing that though personally but that is that is a theory to me like if you're gonna rob somewhere for the amount of planning that went into this the the outfit the the going there at the specific time like the amount it was clearly a thought out plan it wasn't a hey let's go rob this place we're just (laughs) passing by i'm gonna rob it oh there's people there let me go rob somewhere else no like 
No one thinks through a robbery and then has a plan B robbery scheduled for the exact same night at a church that just happens to be down the street. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I mean, I agree. I think he was like for Missy, but... If you're... Well, I just think that's... That, the more I say it, the more absurd it sounds. Yes. So it's been six years since Missy was killed, and it is still unsolved. Someone broke into the church at 350 and killed Missy Beavers by 430 and left with only one possible witness of the dark-colored SUV. Now, imagine somebody who is out in the middle of the night. Can you imagine them having a significant other and not being wondering why this person is out in the middle of the night? Or could they work a third shift, perhaps? And I mean, I think there's plenty of jobs that would allow for it. Or just people who are night owls. And I guess it depends on how. Because you said where was, where was it at? Was it in a smaller town area? Yeah, Midlothian, Texas. Okay. So kind of like where we live. There's n- absolutely nothing to do at 3.50 in the morning. Yeah, so if you had a spouse, it would be weird. If, Like, for instance, yeah. if, if I just left at, you know. Three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like me. And I left late last night to go out to the garage to <laughs> and you were looking for me for a half an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think it'd be pretty suspicious if they had people with them. So do I you, mean, do you think the person probably lived alone then? or I would think they lived alone or lived oh. with roommates who just didn't care. Or maybe a wife that's protecting them. Or somebody who, or they live with a spouse who's just a really heavy sleeper. I mean, there's plenty of people who take heavy sleeping medication or they could have even given the per- their spouse sleeping medication to make them sleep heavier. Yeah, well that's true. I mean, when you're on your muscle relaxers, sometimes it can't can't wake you for anything. So Yeah, and especially with the way that Missy was murdered with the blunt force trauma, there had to have been blood on the killer. I cannot imagine there not being blood. Mhm. So, maybe but then again, maybe they threw away all that I mean, they were covered pretty much head to toe, so if they were able to strip all that off and dispose of it, then there would really be no evidence that their spouse or person they're living with would see. Yes. So, like I said, Missy and her husband did have some marital issues around the time of the murder. And it is known that she had at least a couple affairs and was flirting and sexting with people online with multiple people. Her husband was out of state at the time on a fishing trip in Mississippi, and that was verified by police. He was not in town at the time of the murder. From their posts, from the husband and the wife's posts on Facebook and their text messages, it appears they were trying to reconcile and fix the marriage. But she was still flirting with people on LinkedIn and... Jeez and stuff so who knows you know she could have still been cheating so he was well aware of her affairs and he knew of at least one because he told the police the identity of the male okay yeah but i don't know if he knew about so he knew of at least one but didn't know if things were continuing with others for as far as he knew they were reconciling and she was not having an affair any longer okay as far as he knew okay all right. The question is, you know, could the husband have hired a hitman to kill his wife? Um, the, 
doesn't seem to be any evidence of any large transactions. At least uh, the cops didn't find anything. Um, a friend of Missy Beaver's, Missy Beaver's stated that she received a creepy and strange message from a LinkedIn on from a stranger, and it frightened her. No other information. I couldn't really find any other information on that, like if they knew the identity of the person or not. From what I understand, they deleted it, and they don't know who sent it. I could be wrong about that, though. But that was something that came <laughs> up. Um, people on the internet like to blame people, like uh, armchair detectives. So some of the suspects, um, some suggest that it's uh, Missy's father-in-law, so Brandon's dad. The killer doesn't look like to have a big enough belly to be him, though. He's got kind of a big belly, but regardless of that, um, well, they said that he also he didn't look sad at one of the um, press conferences, and is seen smiling and laughing at some of the questions during some of the questions and answers. But there's something going on in the background. He's trying to laughing. See, that doesn't quite make sense to me because I feel like the person has a very distinctive walk, mm-hmm. and like. It wasn't a. It didn't look like they were hiding, like trying. They weren't putting on a show to disguise their walk. Like that's legit how they walked. Yes. Well. So if it was somebody that she knew, I feel like that would have been pretty easy to pick out. Oh hey, look, there's Ryan walking all bow-footed, and leaning to one side like. Well, he he did. He does have a limp, and some people say that he walks very similar, but I don't think he does. I don't have any video to show you, but. I don't think he walks the same, but he does have a limp. And they're, okay. they're saying, of course, um, people suspect that Brandon Beavers had something to do with it. He either um, had a hitman because of the fair, and he wanted to divorce her, but he didn't want to pay alimony or child support, so he had her killed. He was out of state at the time of the murder on a fishing trip in Mississippi, and there's no evidence that he paid any substantial amount of money in the time around the murder. Some suggest he was involved because he didn't seem too upset when he gave press interviews and he married just a year or so after his wife was killed. There isn't much else to suggest he had anything to do with the murders and hasn't been arrested in the six years since. So was there any kind of paper trail or anything that showed that he actually was fishing in Mississippi and not? Um, I think he was on a trip with multiple people. They were with him, and they have his cell phone data that shows he was in Mississippi. Well, see, I'm almost wondering, was it like an exchange that he found somebody online or something? You know, here, I'll go kill your person in Mississippi, and you <laughs> kill mine here. Strangers on a train, like uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they ever looked into that or not. There is an, another suspect that was people liked a lot for the murder. His name is Bobby Wayne Henry. Multiple people called the police to say that the way the killer walked reminded them of Bobby Wayne Henry, and he owned a dark-colored SUV. He was also a former tactical officer who still had his riot gear, although he claimed it no longer fit him. He also happened to be a parishioner of the Creekside Church of Christ and worked security at Missy's funeral, which I... I don't know where, I can't remember where I got that, but I thought that was weird. I don't know. Maybe he just worked for the, um, the maybe he helped with the, building the, or something. the cars when they drive oh, down the street yeah, or know. something. I don't know. 
He was on the police radar due to a sexual assault charge in 1996, and he also had a limp. He seemed to check all the marks, didn't he? A judge issued a search warrant on Henry's house and vehicles. They took a lot of items in the search, including a pair of black men's work boots, a pair of handcuffs, hammer, a pair of gloves, a baton, binoculars, and a few other items. Also, that's probably where the hammer came from. Henry is 6'1", which seems to be much taller than the person in the footage. He doesn't appear to be the killer, but the police arrested him as a result of the search warrant. They found child pornography on his computer. Oh, great. So during the search warrant, looking for evidence that he killed Missy, they found child pornography, and he was arrested for that. There was also an individual who was flirting with Missy around the time of her murder on LinkedIn. This is not the same guy who sent the creepy message. The creepy message guy was supposedly a stranger. This is someone she was flirting with. Um, And he had a military background. It was an MMA fighter. I have the names of some of these, but I just there's there, I don't think there's any real. Yeah, well, the first the the height difference thing I think rules the one guy out because it was pretty clear that he was not. I mean, if people were mistaking him for a woman, he was clearly not a tall guy. Six one, yeah. Yeah, that just seems unrealistic. Yeah, I just don't see anything really connecting this other guy. And of course, there's the man who had an affair with Missy, but no arrest was made and no evidence was is uh, available to suggest that they were involved there's another theory that p- people who think that it's a woman think that it's possibly the wife of someone missy was having an affair with so <laughs> she is upset with missy because she was having sex with missy, yeah with her husband missy was having missy was the mistress yeah the other woman missy but again no one has been arrested for this murder any of our zero listeners out there have any information about this murder call Ellis County Crime Stoppers at 972-937-7297 so yes um, so out of those suspects are any call out to you I the the guy who walked similar sounded the most likely one to me but then Finding out that he was way too tall, just, it doesn't match up. I mean, honestly, none of those people sounded like any of the suspects the way it looked in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, it clearly looked like it was an amateur, somebody who didn't know what they were doing, going to kill somebody, just opening random doors and yeah. casually walking around. Well, so, yeah, some people are suggesting they're just wasting time, waiting for Missy to arrive. yeah. But if it, I feel like if it was a professional hitman, that they would... Yeah, they would have been in and out. In and out, or that they would have at least not been seen on camera as much as possible. Yeah. And that they were just kind of taking their time, walking Yeah, like slowly. they were just wandering, like not a care in the world almost. Yeah. And that seems to me like it was an amateur. But whether it's somebody that Missy actually knew... I don't know, or mm-hmm. or that the. Do you think it could be random, like they weren't looking at her at Facebook profile, and just happened to be at the church at that time. I think it, or... it was somebody targeting Missy for sure. Okay. But whether it was somebody in Missy's life, like a uh oh uh, was it crime of passion? Yeah. Whether I don't know that it was a crime of passion. I don't think it was. Yep. The 
Hmm. Based on, well, what was the what kind of state was the body in? From what I understand, she had multiple impact wounds from a crowbar to the head and chest. So she was hit a few times. This isn't just a, you know, oh, you startled me, I'll hit you in the head once and run. Yeah. Kind of thing. But it also wasn't like overkill. Or was it overkill? See, the reports that I saw didn't mention overkill, but it, it was kind of vague. It just okay. had multiple impact wounds on the head and chest. So multiple could mean... But if you're, if you're killing somebody with a crowbar, which also, if you're going to kill someone. Well, if you have a gun, it's easier to trace. That's true. Um, crowbar, a lot of people own crowbars. A dime a dozen. But, so. an, but you would think like a knife or something like that. Or maybe they were, you know, but she's, because she's physically she, fit too. Yeah. So you wouldn't necessarily say that. They were relying on the fact that Missy wouldn't be able to get the crowbar from them either. Well, for me, like a knife, I would probably worry a little bit about that too. Because you you feel like you have to get even more close and personal with a knife. And um, The crowbar, you could have some more distance. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, they Unless, should have brought a katana. Yeah. <laughs> they brought a samurai sword. Oh, jeez. Rather than kill Missy, they could have... Just did themselves in. Missy would still be alive, but yeah, I don't know. To me, it feels like somehow the husband gave some sort of incentive for somebody else to do it for him. I don't know what. Obviously, it looks like he did not give them a monetary incentive because he didn't have enough money or mo- well, money missing to really. He married a woman about a year. Or so. And within a year of Missy being murdered. So hypothetically, if it is a woman, what if it was his now wife who wanted her, wanted him to herself? Hmm. So the motive wasn't money. He didn't pay her to kill her, but she took it, either took it upon herself because she wanted Brandon to herself or he encouraged it. So the theory is both of them were cheating. Well... See, I'm, I'm speculating completely here. This is not something I have any information on. I just know that people thought it was suspicious that he married so soon after Missy. I think that's suspicious because he is showing that he didn't have enough remorse or guilt to want to mourn her for very long. But I also don't think it's all that suspicious because if they were just reconciling after a known affair he already would have been desensitized somewhat to imagining his life without her. Yeah, I can see that. So he had already lost her in his mind before she was gone to an extent. So I don't know that that's necessarily all that suspicious. If if he had said, like, you know, he was, was an undying love for her and that he never would have considered leaving her, then I could see that being different. But... Hmm. I don't know. Um, as far as that, I just think, I don't know. Well, I'm trying to think of who he would have wanted or who he would have been able to convince to commit the murder or what he could have offered them. I don't know. I mean, unless it maybe is one of the people that maybe somehow he met 
the spouse of one of her, the people that she was with, that Missy was with. And they both got together and decided to... Take her out. Take her out. Yeah, I don't know. But I would think the police would have looked into... I guess maybe if they the police didn't know everyone that Missy had had an affair with, or you think it would be somewhat, well, I think it'd be somewhat easy to find just by her phone records and text records and stuff. You'd think, yeah, but well, uh, unless somehow it was somebody she had actually met in person. What's that? I don't know how to meet people in person or interact <laughs> with people spontaneously. But if somehow she had met somebody that she just happened to have an affair with that she met in person had an affair with them somehow texted them or emailed them or anything yeah like a one night stand thing almost but then i don't know how brandon would have found them found them yes unless he just like caught them in the act and then followed them home (laughs) it's the only thing i can think of that would not have any kind of paper trail i don't know seems like a mystery to me but that is the story of missy beavers All right, and that was this week's episode of Missy Beavers. Thank you for listening, and please like and share if you enjoy this content. We will be releasing more content as time comes, and thank you for listening to Killer Crime Storytime. Thank you.